Stand by for action. Everybody, welcome back to the Punk Die Die podcast. Probably what will be our final like 2023 wrap up if all goes well. I How would, you doing, Neil? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I would imagine it is. I mean, we might have. Well, we'll always look back a little bit when you get to the next year. You always kind of, you know, reminisce. But yeah, I think this will probably be it. This is our one. This is our fourth year end wrap up show. Now, the interesting thing is we often get the ones where, you know, someone will say, oh, you should have listened, you should have put this on your top ten list. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll listen to it and we'll be like, shit, we should have put that on our top ten list. That was really good. So I'm sure we'll probably have one of those in January or February. Maybe not a whole show, but we'll probably mention something that maybe should have been, yeah. should have been on the list. Well, it, it, is, it is tough, man. If you're putting yourself out in November or later... Uh, because, you know, the lists are sort of getting already formed and then we got to find room for it. So... Well, I know, yeah, and also it's been interesting what looking at other other um, zines or other podcasts or whatever, looking at their top ten lists or top twenty yeah. lists or whatever. It's just it, it's been a weird year because there's very few albums on some of those that are on mine, yeah, or ours. I well, but yeah, but when you see the new uh, the new Blink Ready two two album on there, you can pretty much discount the entire list, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, we actually so we'll do a bunch of that. We actually have a bunch of lists uh, from listeners and other people have sent in which we'll read some of that i'm sure we'll miss some you know that's the thing with this 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 is going to be very disorganized we're going to try to go over best gigs best eps so and like seven inches yeah and we're going to shit yeah and single seven singles eps which is amazing because I, I like can't remember hardly any i'm like i'm going on my disc guys trying to see what i added and dude i did exactly the same thing that's so funny that's so well funny. there's the yeah. one that we both really like but it just came out right and well, then like it just wasn't, you know. I have, I got a bunch of split seven inches, you know, a, f- a few split seven inches and stuff. But I just, I just did not, did not get a lot this year. I don't think so. Well, actually, when I started looking back and thinking about it, which is what I was doing over the last half hour, really, there was some other ones that I I liked earlier in the year that I'd almost forgotten about. That some of them I mm. couldn't even get because they were only available in Europe and stuff like that. But um, mm. they were they were really good and they tickled me at the time. So I'm going to play a couple of those. I think. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, punktide seventy seven at Gmail, uh, punktide podcast group on Facebook. I uh, I noticed a couple of emails where people had asked for stickers, and I'm in my mind, I'm going, did we remember to send them stickers? So I don't know, Neil. We'll have to go over that later. I think I think I pretty much did. I think I've sent a couple over the last okay. over the last couple of weeks. So I think I wasn't even sure if you had any stickers left. I do. I have stickers yeah. and I have stamps. So yeah, don't be afraid to. Yeah. I, I just uh, when I. So let me let me say this, good listener. If you asked for stickers more than like two weeks ago and you haven't got any, we forgot you. Let us know again. Yeah, and we won't consider you a pest. It's just us. We just forget. And we send the stickers for free. We have no problem with that. But it would be cool if if you stick them up somewhere in a bar or a gig venue oh, yeah. or something. If you send yeah. us a photograph of it and tell us where it is, that would be. Uh, I was really, I was really wondering where you're going to go with this. You really, it would really be cool if you'd send us a pair of your. <laughs> 
sister's panties or something. I'm like, where are you going, Neil? Where are you going? Hey, as long as she's over 18, it's all good. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> under, all. you know, 65. Hey, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> guess. Yeah, oh, here we go with the sexy granny panties. Sexy thing, granny man. panties. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. So, uh, yeah, I don't even really know. You want to you wanna start with the EP since you've been kind of... Well, like I... I said, I just wanted to say first, um, even though I... Okay, so to put some time uh, thing around this, I actually only put up our best of uh, episode this morning. And already yeah. it's got a ton of good publicity... Uh, not publicity, but a good of ton, a ton of good feedback. Playing so, a ton uh, of songs, though, yeah. you know, and that always helps. It does, but we've had, you know, a couple of different bands have reached out to us and said thanks already. Yeah, um, it's been shared. I, I saw the yeah. crack and shared a few yeah. other bands, yeah. So I think, I think, it was, I think on the whole it was good because we... You know, even though we did... You know, we listen to a lot of the same stuff because we get the same stuff sent to us. But yeah. we we had seventeen different bands, so yeah. we only had three that were in uh, in both. Well, of the twenty. That's the right. 20s. Yeah. So I tell you what, man, we've been getting a lot of people. Uh, the one the one band that surprises me kind of because I just don't think they're very well known that I keep seeing on the list that Territories record, huh? Yeah, a lot of people are different. Everybody that who's, everybody record. who hears it really seems to love yeah. it. And it's uh, it's popping up on a lot of lists, so it's well, good it's, to see. It's just solid, right? It's just solid songwriting. Yeah, and all once the way again, I, I mean, I'm I'm not going to take credit for it. They're on Pirates Press. They're pretty well, you know, big label and stuff. But I don't hear a lot of other people talking about them, right? No, me, so props me to us, Neil. Props yeah, to us. props to us exactly. So, but anyway, yeah. So we, I only put that episode up today. So now, I mean, you know, yeah. a, a couple times throughout the year, we've been putting episodes out. You know, maybe weeks after we recorded them, but now we're pretty much right yeah. On, we are. Right we are. Our cupboards are bare. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, in fact, talking about that yesterday, they're coming fresh, fresh from God's lips to your ears, people. So it's, it's a couple days before Christmas Day right now, and I have to say, Tom and I were both involved yesterday in the maybe the worst. The worst experience you can have in the uh, in the in the Christmas season, which is having to go Christmas shopping with Ugh. family. <laughs> what a fucking nightmare it's just so that is! Busy. It's just, yeah, it's terrible. Everybody is in a bad mood. Everybody is rushing about. I, I swear, I told you this, but Jesus Christ, it took it took ten fifteen minutes just to get out of the Target parking lot because huh. it's pulling onto a major street. And people ahead of us were trying to turn left against traffic, and oh. it's just a fucking nightmare. And the lights are badly timed, and uh, yeah, that yeah. puts puts you in a good mood, doesn't it? It's a Christmas spirit. Well, I've been eat, eating a lot of meals out. It seems like just lunch is out every single day lately. But yes, yeah, so that's one hundred and fifty bucks a time, right? Yeah, well, not quite that much for us, but it's yeah. We uh, we went out with friends today for lunch, and yeah, we just it's it's been, it's been good. It's been nice. Uh, I'm not really complaining. You know, we'll have my my kids will walk over on Christmas, and then we're getting together with my mom and dad and my brother and sister and their families on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. But the, the the bummer is, so I got Friday off, and once again, I'm not complaining really because we got we got we did get our two days off. So they essentially gave us Friday for Christmas Eve, and then Monday is Christmas Day. Right, same here. I sure wish we had Tuesday off. I think I would have rather work Friday than take that Tuesday off to have a day to... So we're going to do all our Christmas stuff and then boom, right back to work. And then, yeah. as a matter of fact, I'm on call again, so... Yeah, I actually took I actually took Tuesday as a as a vacation day just because of uh, that very, very reason. Uh, it's going to be weird for me, man. It's going to be my first time in 23 years that I don't have Lydia at Christmas. Hmm. Or I don't see Lydia at Christmas, so that's going to be a bit so weird. So you do, like, the FaceTime thing? I guess we'll do that, yeah, and we'll also try and do it with my, with the family in England. We'll try and do some uh, some, oh, face, cool. some FaceTime stuff, but it's always... It's always yeah, it's not that's same, a bit yeah. Well, it's also difficult because technology and, I don't know, it's always... Well, one, the, other, the thing that's changed for us this year, which it, it irritates me, honestly, 
we we've kind of rotated around a little bit, but almost always we have Christmas here at my mm-hmm. house. It just works the best. We're kind of in the middle, but the powers that be, I don't know who that is, my mother and my <laughs> sister or whatever. Females. Yeah. have decided we don't really have room, which we don't. I get it. But so we're having it in like a, a big multi-purpose room and it's just like, that's not Christmas. You know, well, it's just not, it's not cozy. It's just, you know, what do you mean? What do you mean? Multi-purpose like a, like a room, room at, like a room at the church. Like, like, Oh Jesus. Really? Wow. Yeah. You're right. That's weird. not like a, not like a huge room, but it's just like, oh, it's just not the same, you know, it's just not cozy. So it's, eh. hmm. so I don't know. We'll see. I got a bit of an attitude about it. Probably he's like, well, what can I do to my house to make sure I get the whole family in here? It's not that many. I think there's, 10 grandkids and of course now we got great grandkids spouses i don't know i don't know how many it is yeah i know your yeah your house that would be a tight fit unless it's a nice day you can put them in the backyard (laughs) it's 20 plus you know well we'll do that for like mother's day or whatever we'll still have everybody over and you know have you know if it's nice enough we can be at the pool or whatnot put them in the backyard with the rabbits and the possums and and the chickens exactly (laughs) you see any if you see any varmints don't be afraid to whack them yeah right whack-a-mole so, literally so yeah it, it is uh you know it's the most wonderfully frustrating time of the year right? it's the most wonderfully frustrating time of but the year. No, it's all right it's 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 uh uh yeah so that's well, going to be your first one with the, with the grandkid right so that'll be nice yep, yep. yeah she's downstairs right now the kids, kids went to see a movie yeah we're babysitting oh how delightful Yes, how oh. life for me. I'm hiding up in the my pillow fortress of solitude. <laughs> yes, I saw that. It was covered in fucking wrapping covered paper presents, and presents yeah. about about yeah, an hour ago. Or I something. mean, you know, the fact of the matter is, my wife takes care of pretty much everything. I had just had to buy her stuff, you know, which is enough stress for me. Like, no guy gets married so they can buy presents for everybody. It's like that's that's part of the deal. It's part the, of the social part of the social contract. The worst thing about it is if you're buying clothes or something for your wife, trying to figure out what size is going to fit. That's yeah. like, without being go, too obvious go, and asking directly. You go big, it's an insult. You go tight, you're a jerk up. Either way, it's a lose lose <laughs> yeah, situation. Yeah, exactly. Right? You just throw money down the toilet. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's you know what we did no gift cards this year either. First time in a first time in a long time. Like my parents, like what do you, you know, like seventy year old people and. Uh, you know, what do you do? So we usually just give them, they like to go out to eat and we just get, and they don't even like to go anywhere fancy. It's like Culver's or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, we just give them gift cards. This year we, uh, we got them clothes actually. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, there you I, go. Yeah. I bet you they didn't give me any good punk records, but maybe. <laughs> I don't know. My parents give me gift cards. They don't know what to give me either. You know? Right, of course. Well, okay, so let me ask this. So, the sewer service, whatever whatever your official name of, of the company you work for, the sewer service or whatever, do they, <laughs> yes. give, you, do they give you Do they give you a Christmas uh, bonus? Or no, we're government, man. We don't, we, don't get, we don't get bonuses, no. You don't get anything like that? No. Nope. For Christmas? Nope. How about a party? Uh, No. Jesus Christ! Really? I gotta. Tell you know something. what, dude? Tell us about that. <laughs> here's what I get: fair treatment and a reasonable wage. I'll take that over a pizza party any day of the week. Yeah, but you could have both. There's no, there's no reason why you can't have both. You know what well, I mean? Well, but there's no, there's no. We're not a nonprofit, but we're a government agency. We don't have money. You know, we're not making a profit. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It just it's seems not like, like boy, we had a good year. We wrangled a lot of turds. We got a little extra. <laughs> it's not how it works. Matter of fact, our division we don't do any billing. We don't have any money at our location. It's all done through the townships. I guess I'm thinking it should be your boss who, just to keep up team morale, takes you guys. Well, listen, does that, something. listen. I'm sure you'll see him sometime this spring. Yeah, I'll have a word with him about that. 
Um, we'll, uh, yeah. It, it, yeah, which, you know, the thing is, when we were younger, you know, I remember being working when I was younger and I was in my 20s or whatever. Man, we'd love to go out on Friday night after work and yeah. howl at the moon and, you know, get bigger wives come pick us up or drive home or whatever, however stupid we were being at that time. But it's like now, once you get in your 30s and people start having kids and 40s and having families, it's just it's just not like that. Like, I, I like the guys that work with quite a bit, but we never get together to just drink beer. No, but it would be nice, though, just to do something like that, right, to get out. Because, I mean, it's, it's one of my main complaints about the office I work in is that it is completely antisocial. And I don't know if it's the age of the other people or just people, you know, live far away from work or whatever. Uh, it's just, But it's just weird. It's the first place I've ever been where nobody goes out socially. So just I, you and Rick, huh? Well, yeah, so I try and arrange it. In fact, we have been doing a little bit of stuff with other people in Evanston recently, but it's just, uh, maybe it's a generational thing. And and the Well, people, I know my son, people. my one son always says to me, I work with these people eight hours a day. I see them more than I see anybody. Why would I want to see them outside of work? Because you like, don't like know hours. them, because you don't know them socially. Like, it, you know what I mean? It's, it's I different. It's a very different atmosphere when you're out drinking with somebody and you see their real personality come through for good or bad yeah. right yeah i guess anyway there's I don't that know. so i don't know all right <laughs> i might i might uh i don't know should i play a song want to play a song sorry if I, sorry if i bored you there no i don't no, think it's, it's interesting it's, people it's, listen it's people know people know yeah. everybody's in a similar situation you know it's it's christmas time it's like you get to see the people you love the most but that also irritate the hell out of you the most it's christmas time so that's that's just what it is you know i uh I think I told you, I think I said in the last episode, I saw Uncle Marv, got to hang out with him a little bit, gave me mm-hmm. some suggestions, some show notes. Were you in the hot tub with him again? No, we didn't go hot tub. <laughs> Let's watch the Lions. Ah, there Watch the Lions punch the Denver Broncos in the mouth. Yeah, weird. Yeah, you guys yeah. lose After one. After losing to the crappy Bears. Bears, right, yeah. Right, yeah. I'm trying not to get into it too much. I really don't care that much about it either way. And I'm sure the season will end in disappointment, but they've been bad for so long that it's... it's uh, it's hard not to get a little bit uh, excited, yeah, yeah. even for someone who big me who's just not that big of a sports person. Yeah, you so. guys haven't been in the playoffs since like the Wayne Fonts, Barry Sanders years, have you? No, it's been more recently than that. It has? Bobby, Bobby uh, they no, they've been in a couple times. They just never win. It's always like a wild card, and they lose in the first round. Hmm. Okay. They haven't won. The last playoff game they won was the year I graduated high school, nineteen ninety one. Oh jeez, beat Dallas. Yeah. Hmm. So you know it's thirty something years. Dude, they were one of the most dominant teams of the fifties. <laughs> when it was <laughs> four, when it was won, four teams, <laughs> they won several priests, but they won several NFL championships before there was a Super Bowl. Yeah, Bobby Lane and all these other guys were long dead. Well, there so, you go. Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to play a song that has nothing to do with any of my lists, Neil. I'll play it first. Okay. And, uh, because looking back at 2023, it was definitely one of my highlights. One of my favorite things about 2023, and this was such a short trip, and it was kind of a crappy trip, but it was, I wish it could have been a little longer, more fun, but we had Mike McGran from Channel 3 on. We did. Yep. It was a great guest. I knew the band a little bit. I knew the the Fear of Life album. That was really the only thing I knew. I didn't have a great depth of knowledge. But I've actually since I acquired that record collection that was given to me by Rob. And he, there was a bunch more records in there. So I've actually, and I bought that double album from him at the. Yeah, at the greatest, uh, greatest the hits show, or whatever. Yeah. Show, yeah, like a compilation where they signed, where Kim and Mike signed it, which is real cool. But one of my favorite things, yeah, was, was talking to him and then getting to see him so soon after. Like, I don't even know if the episode had aired yet before we 
went to that show, you know, and he was so gracious and just, you know, it was like we'd known each other our whole lives. It was so much fun. And then he sent us his book, which I got to tell you, it's really good, man. You got to read it. So we I'm, can have, I'm, 100 have, page, I'm 100 pages in. It's great, isn't it? It's really, it, really good. I, makes you wish you were there. I mean, it's just one of those books you're like, ah. Oh, yeah. What's it called again? It's called, um, called Miles Per Gallon. Miles Per Gallon. Yeah, I, I am amazed by it. I mean, he must have been writing notes during this whole tour, because how is his memory this Well, they talk good? about the notebook, the notebook that everybody wrote in. Mm-hmm. And also, he says at the beginning that this is definitely, you know, almost semi-fictionalized. Because of the memory. Yeah, because he, he almost gets into, like, thoughts he was having as he was, like, you mm-hmm. know, making out with a chick, or as he was drinking a yeah. beer in the parking lot of some shitty house in 1983 that they were playing at, right? Yeah. It's, 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 it's amazing. It's, it's a really, really fun book. It, it's, it's, a, it's a great book. It, it, it's the history of the band and his personal family history intertwined with their 1983 tour, which it sounds like they just got out of college, loaded up a band, a van and drove around for three months. Yeah, we'll drive around the country. Yeah, and there's some great awesome. stories. You haven't got to him yet, but I want. I definitely want to ask Mike about it. Like hanging out with Danzig and this one. I'm gonna. This is a spoiler alert. This is in the book, but one of the one of the their classic songs for the first album is "You Make Me Feel Cheap." Right. Yep. From the, from the Fear of Life album. Hundred percent. Well, they recorded the song and they were thought they were done with it, and the producer brought in his girlfriend or something or somebody brought in the girlfriend they had never planned on the female part oh shit that makes the whole song doesn't it so they just snuck they like somebody had their girlfriend the producer somebody had their girlfriend come in and do the the alternating lines yeah and um the guys didn't know until they got their copies of the record that's amazing that's an amazing <laughs> or story they heard because on rodney on the rock or something yeah. like that and they were pissed off but obviously <laughs> it's become their one of their best known songs well, she makes it. She makes the whole song, you know, I think. You know, yeah, no, no. Actions, it, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's a great song anyway, but it's yeah. hard to imagine it without her. Right. Well, it's funny because remember we were talking uh, uh, the night before they played, or the night after they played in Chicago when we saw them, they were playing in Indianapolis. And remember we were kind of talking to Mike or something about how B.A. was looking forward to going there and hanging out with them, and he was going to get up and sing a song with them. And all I could think was, oh, B.A. needs to get up and sing that female part. <laughs> yeah. Of the of the you make me feel cheap, but anyway, so I'm gonna play that song. It has nothing to do with nothing. The song's 40 years old, 41 or 42. I don't know. It's anyway. It's such a great song. Everything else I play is gonna be related to some release that came out this year. But this will get us maybe back focused. Maybe not. Yeah, whatever. It's all good. Anyway, channel three. You make me feel cheap. Just me. Don't wanna, don't wanna. 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 Don't wanna
All right, that was Channel 3 with uh, one of their, you know, well, I don't know if one of the earliest songs, but it was from like the early 80s anyway. That was You Make Me Feel Cheap, which I love. And the the main vocal and an alternating female vocal. Kind of like yeah. what Mastin Truda did with a heart-shaped guitar, right? Yeah, or, or the kind of, the cla- you know, once again, going back to, of course, this might have came out later, like the fairy tale of New York style, you know, that kind of call and response <laughs> style. Meatloaf. There you go. Well, it's funny, you know, Shane McGowan, you know, yeah. <laughs> Shane McGowan is still dead. Yeah, Shane McGowan's still dead, and so is Kirsty McCall. <laughs> yeah, she died a couple years back, didn't she? Oh, she died was, about she about twenty years ago. Is that long? Okay. Yeah, she was killed in a boating accident. It was really bad. Oh, she was okay. cut yeah, up yeah, yeah. cut up by a propeller. It's fucking. That's horrible. right. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She wasn't that old. She was like forty or something. Hey, if that, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Very, 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 very bad way to go. Um, I mean, yeah. it says you. What do you know? I'd imagine getting cut up by a propeller isn't too much relaxing. fun. <laughs> Yeah, and drawing the sharks too. After that, yeah, you got eaten by a shark. Um, that's, right. that's right. Yeah, that was. was so yeah, actually, Channel Three. Was she actually in the band, or was she just a, no? No, she, she wasn't. Just in the was band. a singer. No, yeah, okay. she was a singer. Yeah, she was kind of. I think she might have done some stuff with Paul Weller at one point too. Um, oh boy, yeah. she was used to working with difficult people. Difficult, difficult drinking people. Yes. So I'll tell you what, Neil. Because so gigs this year was great for well, gigs. Hold on a second. It, if before, it's numbers, before we get, or, okay, bef- yeah, bef- I'm sorry, but before we get to the gigs, because we were just talking about books, let's just talk about books for a second. So yeah, you've okay. got the Channel Three. You've read the Channel Three. Um, yep. the, the Mike McGann book, Miles McGallan. Yep. Yeah. Did you read any it's other on music G-Wolf books? Publishing, which is a relatively, I think, a newer, but they're doing some cool punk books. The AO, the Adrenaline OD book is on there. What's that? Did you read any other music books this year? Uh, I am currently reading. Oh boy, I, I have yes. I read the I read the New Wind. You can be the New Wind, which is the most amateurish book I've ever read in my entire life, written by this Greek guy. It's like ramblings of a maniac. Oh. And and I'm currently reading. That was the thickest book I've ever seen. Neil, it's like the like the freaking Torah, Holy Torah, or something. Really. Uh, wow. Uh, Dr. Disc gave it to me and it's it's sort of interesting but it literally is the least professional book I've ever read it's like it has it, it's nicely done but it has it reads like it's self-published hmm. it's, it, it reads like it was written in a cabin in the woods by somebody who's trying to take out the government or something but it has a lot of info in it a lot of so, bands I've never heard of and then I'm currently reading I actually quit reading this to read the miles per gallon I'm reading punk rock and oral history by John Robb which is like all these uh, English yeah. guys, it, it's good too, and there's definitive proof in there that the English were very heavily influenced by the Ramones, despite what the old guys on the internet say. Yeah, actually, John Robb would be an interesting guy to get on the show if we could get. I have him. no idea who he is. I just bought this. You know, when I when I went to uh, Denver to meet up with my son to ride home with him when he was yeah. having his California trip, I bought this at the airport. So like I have every no idea what it is. so like like every American punk documentary has like uh you know uh. Uh, Ian McKay. Yeah, Ian McKay or Henry Henry Rollins or something yeah. like that or um Jello Piafra. That's same, the, same guys over and over, right? In the any any documentary on punk in the UK, it's it's John Robb, who was in a band called The Membranes from Blackpool. Oh, I didn't even know he was in a band. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so from then on he's become like the the punk historian in England. That's what he makes his living doing, I think. He's oh. written books, he's uh done like spoken word things. Um but he'd be an interesting guy to get on. You know, you know the interesting thing? It's all English, obviously. Yeah. Well, that's not true. It's, it's everything but American. I mean, there's Australia and there's but So the, the colonies then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything but America. But the intro is by Henry Rollins. Oh, well, Isn't that weird. Yeah. But anyway, it's uh, I know he's a big fan of those early English. Yeah, 
bands. But you know, it, it, it's a good book. But you know, these once again, I know we already had this conversation. I don't want to beat a dead horse. Well, these old English guys talk about how America never had punk. It wasn't punk till it got to England. You know, they never called it punk. The Ramones are status quo. Which anybody who says the Ramones are status quo, I will punch them in the face. That is. They don't. I don't know how they figure the Ramones sound like status quo. But anyway, well, well the, the stupid. Well, it's because they because they have bad haircuts. Is well, that and what makes them sound like status quo? It's because they wore denim and they all and they all dressed the same. But they and, didn't sound anything like. Well, them. well, here's the and here's the stupid thing about it. There was absolutely nothing wrong with status quo. Status quo in the early seventies were just fine. They were in fact they were one of the bands that a lot of other bands wanted to be like. So it's 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 not even a well, fucking it's not even an insult. It's just but stupid. Reading, reading these these old English guys tell the story themselves. Yeah. So many of them are into such horrible music. Yeah. So many of these guys who went on to become punk rockers were into prog rock and all that. Yep. I mean, the cooler ones were into Mata Hoople and Slade and stuff. You know, right. it went downhill from there. Yeah. No, you're right. So it's it's just this, these these sixty year old guys now want to argue on the internet, man. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> know your history. Well, but but you know the timeline. You know they right. they, they they ignore facts to make their story right. work. You know. Yeah. They they think that of course the problem is they think punk started in seventy six with the pistols and ended in seventy nine with the pistols. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's true, man. That's very true. Sid died. The band, yeah. You know. But anyway. Um, so anyway, yeah, I'm sorry. That's, so what do you what have you been reading, Neil? That's what I, I and I know I'm sure there were some others, but that new wave, we could be the new wind rather book was so thick it took me forever. Is that just about hardcore or what, what's it about? Seven no, seconds? It, what's you know it what about? It's, it's the opposite. It's about what bands did after. Oh, that sounds punk. that sounds horrible. Well, it's it's interesting, dude. They must be a thousand different bands covered in there. Hmm. You got to see this thing seriously. You could kill somebody with this book. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't know where Alan got it. It's, it. it's that the Wolf Publishing too, and it's so poorly edited. It's it's just hmm. it, it really feels self published, but yeah, it, it's it's hmm. it, as opposed to Mike's book, which is so well done. I think yeah. part of that is because he's such a good writer, but I think it's got some good editing too. Well, everything is everything is professional and top notch about that book. Everything, yeah. Yep. Um, so, so me, so it, I mean, it's interesting. I've been reading a couple of uh, music books back to back. First, I read Bunny Man, which is about Echoing the Bunny Man, obviously by Will okay. Sargent, the guitarist, okay. who's obviously from Liverpool. So, to me, it, it held a you know, it was sure. it was very he's a couple of years older than me, but there was a lot of things we had in common. Um, so it was interesting for that. But just like my you both Rick, got the you both got the clap from the same girl. <laughs> it sounds like he was see, and that's a nice thing about this about uh, about his book is he's very self. Uh, What's the word? I'm just going to say self-defecating. That's not the word. Yeah. Self-effacing. He poops on <laughs> himself. Yeah, yeah. So he says, you know, he had zits and he was ugly when he was a kid. And he didn't get with girls and stuff like that. So sure. it's a, but it's the story of him from when he basically when he was born. And this one just goes to the bunny men that very very early days when they were playing at Eric's with a tape recorder okay. instead of a drummer and stuff. And it's super detailed and it's just super well written. It's it, it. I mean, obviously, it's a completely different topic than the Mike McGram book, but it's. Kind of similar to that in in the huh. in the makes you in feel the, like you were there yeah ex- right into exactly that. it's really really well done and in fact he's written a second one now of the um, success of Echo and the Money Men which is just out I believe so I'm hoping I get it for Christmas because huh. that's really good so that's that's by Will Sargent um, and then the other book I just finished reading is a book called uh, I think it's called New York Rocker and it's by Gary Valentine who was the original bassist for for Blondie. 
That's right. You mentioned that. Yeah. So it covers all those. Uh, I think he left like right after the first album. So before Plastic Letters came out, he was kicked out. Hmm. Um, but it's super interesting. Just the er- very early CBGB's days and uh, Max's Kansas City and all that stuff. And, you know, some people in the book don't come off well at all. Some people, you know, some people he really liked. Uh, you know, he, tough to know if if he's just got a sure. lot of personal grudges. You know, because like Chris Stein and uh, Debbie don't come out well at all from this book, hmm. uh, which is you know interesting. That doesn't really surprise me. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Especially Based on of, the fate of the rest of the guys from Blondie, right? Right. Those are yeah the early yeah Frank Infante and some of those other uh, early musicians in the band. Yeah, that all got kicked out too. Uh, yeah, but it's in, just an interesting snapshot of those like seventy five, seventy five through seventy eight kind of thing. You know, hmm. until Blondie started getting huge, and that's when he—that's when he got kicked out and moved to LA to try and form a power pop band, which oh. ne- which never went anywhere. But uh, yeah, it's an interesting book. It's a, it's a good read. It's short. I mean, it's a, maybe I'll maybe I'll lend it to you and see what you think. It's good. I think that was one of the things that Uncle Marv suggested is that we do more deep dives into books. Hmm. Okay. So, well, there anyway, we that was off. That was our first attempt at that, I guess. Well, I'll tell you what. So, I want you to play a song now, and then here's 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 my thoughts. We'll do EPs first because I don't have that much as far as EP goes. EPs go. I have a few things I want to mention. Um, and then I see we do the gigs are bigger. I have definitely have a lot of gigs that are worth mentioning. Uh, and then the other topic I wouldn't mind hitting on a little because there's so many good ones this year are is reissues. Uh, so, okay, that's fine. So why don't you play a song and then we'll get into the EPs? That's my thought. Okay, so since we have no organization here at all. So so yeah, I've, I'm EPs and seven inches. If I'm going to buy seven inches these days, I normally buy them by you know bands from the late 70s or early 80s right that i that i never had or i had and sold or whatever so uh but i did get a few this year um one of which was the uh duet i guess you'd call it between Susie moon and billy hopeless from the black, I didn't from, get the black that one. from the black halos yeah, yeah. yeah so uh it was yeah the the single was called nothing left to lose um and like I say, it was Susie Moon, a friend of the show, and Billy Hopeless, friend of the show as well. The Black Halo. Freaking Canadian Canada. shipping, man! It always spooks me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it was one of those ones where I pre-ordered, and it took right, so cost long. Twenty five bucks to get a well, seven inch. You know, it took so long to get it. I forgot that I'd ordered it, and then just suddenly one day it it, it shows up. You know, hmm. but yeah, it's a nice seven inch, and I'm going to play this song. Um, Communicate. I'm not going to play the the title track because the title track is actually almost like a slow torch kind of song hmm. but uh yeah so this is uh suzy moon and billy hopeless with communicado the b-side of their uh split seven inch nothing left to lose <laughs>
Uh, Susie Moon there and Billy Hopeless. Do you remember? And I, 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 I believe Neil, our pal Paul, who played in the plays in the Let Me Downs. I believe that either the Let did. Me Downs he, yeah, or he, right. he at least played on that. Yeah, so. I think I think everybody who was involved with that we've had on the show before. That's some kind of a punk till I die connection. It's oh, real. Yeah. It's real. It's really weird. Yeah, but it's like there's a video along with it, um, and like Susie's dressed up like she's in the 1920s or something. It's a. It's actually a very cool video. Hmm. It's a. Yeah. It's a. It's, it was a nice little collaboration if you well, will it's, it's funny because what so do you want to talk about some eps neil the, the the big one the big one that you and i both love that we really haven't talked about at all um so and, and it's not surprising that i love it i'm a little more surprised that you do just because i know you're not a huge poison idea guy but the jerry a the new jerry a ep which is called jerry a and the kings of oblivion and the ep is called life after hate Mm-hmm. It's a six song, twelve inch, and it is killer, man. It really is. It really is good. I mean, thank you to uh, Mark from TKO for sending it to us. Um, you know, he, he said he wasn't going to send it to me because he knows I don't like Poison Idea, but he just wanted to know what I thought of it. And I mean, to me, I, I I don't know Poison Idea anywhere near as well as you do, obviously. But to me, this doesn't sound like Poison Idea at all. Uh, right? This, you know, when Poison Idea is doing a more of a straight rock style, I'd say mm. this is too far away from what they were doing, but. Uh, this is just what I mean. It's got a little bit of like uh, R and B type of sound sometimes, soul, yep. power pop, yep. punk. I mean, it's 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 just a fun a fun record to listen to. Um, That's like six six tracks, right? Six yeah, and, yeah, and it's funny. I, and I'm sure I've got other EPs this year, but I just it, it, it to me it did not feel like a. I wouldn't call it strong a strong year for EPs. You know, you're talking about Susie Moon, or, or you're talking about. Well, we weren't talking about the Drowns, but, you know, our, our pals, the Drowns, they didn't do, like, a major release this year, but they did, I think, two or three splits. Mm-hmm. So, like, they did a split with Plizkin that was, you know, they do a lot, of, just two song, you know, split split singles. I bought a few of those, and I got, like, the Zoonoids did the split, but I really am at a loss for any other, like, major EPs that really blew me away this year. Those are my highlights, I think. I, I can't necessarily think of any of those off the top of my head. What about you from 2023? Um, well, tell you what, we were just talking up to Jerry A. Why don't we play a couple of tracks from it, and then we'll get back to the other stuff if we can. What do you think? Sure. Um, well, I, why don't we... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Let's do that, because I, uh, I don't really have songs to go necessarily with the gig portion of the chat. Yeah, I don't either. I'm, I'm just getting back to the drowns a second. So they did. I mean, they were busy, right? So they did. Yeah, and they got an, and they got an, e, an LP coming out real early next year. So. Yeah, which I just pre-ordered. Um, they did a split with Plizkin, uh, which you mentioned. Yep. Then they did the uh, actually talking about Susie Moon. They did a mm-hmm. they did a, a, a duet with Susie Moon and on uh, yep. on a flexi ballroom blitz, right? Yeah. The old sweet song. Then they did a split with Wonk Unit from the UK. Yep. 
And then Ooh, the, uh, the only reason I really know them is they did a split with Raging Nathan's that I have. Yeah. I've become a bit of a Raging Nathan's collector, I gotta say. Then they did a split with The Last Gang. Yep, female front end, right? Then they have a flexi of the title track off the new album, uh, Blacked Out. So that's a flexi that they have out right now. And now they just put out a 7-inch called Just The Way She Goes. And I don't know if it's one like one of those songs. I know that one I think is going to be on the album. I don't on know the if, album, like, yeah. I don't know if one of the songs is exclusive to that 7-inch or not. Because if it is, then I'll buy that too. But I don't know if it's just like a preview if both those songs are going to be on the, on the LP or not. But, of course, it's got its own art and stuff. Yep. I don't know, it's pretty cool-looking pretty yeah, cool looking single. It is. So that's so it's six singles they put out this year, which is uh Well, which the, is flexies, the Flexies... Well, it's, it's funny. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I guess you can't really cover well, the... Well, like the, the Blackout Flex is just a promo flexi, but right. that Ballroom Blitz, that is... Uh, that's, I think, pretty desirable. I actually saved my copy for Dr. Disc because he mentioned that he was interested in it. It's, uh, you know, until they put out like a comp album where they collect all their singles and stuff, that, that's the only place you can get that. So, Well, I would like it. If, if you haven't given it to Dr. Disc yet, I would like it. I don't have it. Well, geez, I already promised it to him, Neil. You, how many times are you going to ask me to... Man. <laughs> Listen, I've got something for you, you son of a bitch. What are you talking about? That's true. Yeah, but I I think when we get to take away my, uh, I don't know. I guess next time I order from Pirates Press, I'll hope they send me flexies. Yeah. Even though I've always sort of taunted them and made fun of them for sending those flexies. Here's the funny thing about that. I just ordered, like I said, I just ordered the pre-release of the Drowns album, and uh, and I think what what else did I order? I ordered something else too. Um, But anyway, so now they give they they it comes up. Do you want this free flexi? And then oh, you can they add, ask and you. Yeah, they ask you, and you can add it to the order if you want it. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> so, well, I think the other, they, they took your advice to heart. The other thing i got to say, I'm look, it's going to be a big year over there for them uh, this year. They had some good releases this year, too. A couple that I didn't really mention. Oh, the Territories the Sol- album. That, that's what I bought. Yeah. The, the Territories album, yeah. yeah. But they, because they haven't... The Complicators got a full length coming out next year. Great Bay Area band. It's, I think, only done a couple of singles. Um, got the Drowns album coming out early. And the... F- final Coxbar album yep which which i know it's like oh they're a bunch of geezers but man that last one uh yeah, was really was good really good yeah. yeah so i'm and you know it's probably time i, I it's uh so yeah new Coxbar, which is i think there was three or four different versions of that available so i'm looking forward to yeah looking forward to checking that out but, so. talk, but talking about that uh drowns Susie moon split why don't we play that Want to play that or Jerry yeah. A song? No, let's play let's play the round Susie Moon sing because we were just talking it up and then we'll play Jerry right. A a bit later. So this is this is just a fun song, right? It's yep. Drowns and uh, Susie Moon doing uh, Bar and Blitz. Are you ready, Jay? Uh-huh. Andy? Yeah. Susie? Okay. Without reference? Let's go! Oh, yeah, it was like a nightmare Everybody was crazy The music was something And they all started whooping 
Okay, that was the Drowns and Susie Moon doing the old sweet favorite Ballroom Blitz, which hopefully you all know. Um, the Damned actually did a version of that, but they yep. they yep. called it Great Big Tits, which was nice. nice. Yeah. Well, and we must once again, if 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 she's not already there, Susie was about ready to give birth to her and Drew's first child. So congratulations yep. are noted to them. I, I think she said she was last I heard or she was on social media. I think she was eight months pregnant, which might've been a month ago. So it's gotta be real, real close. Yeah. I think early January, she told me. Okay. They're, they're due. So yeah. It's, so uh, yeah. Congratulations to them. It's fun. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Just, yes. Yeah. Sometimes it's fun. Fun <laughs> so, for them. I don't so, have so, to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes it's uh, a lot of work. Um, Listen, you know, young people, Neil, they don't know what to get themselves into, right? It's just, it's a great adventure. A great adventure, indeed. Indeed. <clears throat> indeed. Um, yeah, so let's see. That's two singles, both actually with Susie Moon uh, in them, which is just as well, really, because when I, I asked her um, if she had any plans at all to be doing music anytime soon, and she said no. So I don't think we're going to be hearing anything from her musically for a while. Um, I know a uh, husband uh, has got a, a punk cover band like CBGBDC or something like that. Huh. And they play uh, different different uh, clubs around the uh, Maryland area, I believe. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, so any other seven inches that, that you got this year? Well, I got the Zornoid split. I got, I, I just, you know, I, I added a lot of seven inches to my collection, but I just don't know many of them were, many of them were new. Well, like you said, man, um, and, and we've talked about it with some of the record label guys, seven inches aren't even really a viable 
no. product these and, days. And it's my right? buying habits have changed. It used to be they were cheap, so they were easy to buy. And they're still cheaper, I guess. But, but not much, though, right? That, that's the problem. Bucks. If you're paying yeah. 10 bucks for two songs or whatever, man, right. all of a sudden 25 bucks for 10 songs doesn't seem too bad, right? Well, well, on some, like if you get, a, you know, that like the new Dickie single or whatever, well, well, new, but it was a Dickie single like a year ago yeah. Yeah. From, from Cleopatra. Like that 15 was like, bucks. It was like 15, 16 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is over halfway to an album. So at that point, yeah, I don't think, I don't know if Seven Inches are as. Yeah, I, I did. I like I said, I added, I added some to my collection. Definitely not even a fraction of how many LPs I did. But uh, yeah, so I, I, I kind of, and I, I've told said this before, so forgive my redundancy. But ever since I got rid of my automatic turntable, went to the fully manual one. And when the record's done, you got to get up and do something with it. Right, it is or a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It is suck the fun out of doing seven inches, which is which is why I thought I think I mentioned it on the last show, but uh, it's it's so weird that Rancid do all those re-releases of their albums like as like five seven inches or yeah, whatever. That's it's just, just for super just, nerds, I guess, who never actually play them because it's just a really annoying way to <laughs> you have to get up every fucking every I two s- minutes to change this, the, change aside. I saw the Hard Times recently re- rated all the Rancid LPs, and you rightly so went on there and said, "What about the new one?" Because the new one wasn't represented, right? But I appreciate the fact that they put an outcome the wolves as number one instead of doing the hipster thing and trying to like pretend something else. But any album other than Let's Go at number two is not acceptable. Yeah. I can't remember. I think they had Indestructible at number two or something, which is which is a fine album, but it's it was, not it was nearly yeah, that, as good as Let's it, Go. Well, well, see, I wouldn't agree with that. I would say an outcome. Um, shit, what album am I thinking of? Fuck, what's the what was the album they put out after Outcome the Wolves? Life won't uh, wait. Life won't wait. That should really? that should have been number two. Yeah. No so, way. That's a okay, great I guess, fucking okay, record. I thought, I thought that was just. I thought it was so obvious. But all right, forget it. Yeah. I. I mean, I thought that should be number two. I thought um, Honor is all we know should be number two. Real? No, you didn't. No, I don't think <laughs> she would have made it at all. But anyway. But anyway, it's just, it's just I, I just I don't know who's I don't know who's buying those all those five six seven inches or whatever for an album and then like getting up every three minutes to go to go change the side or, or, or whatever. They, or once again, do they play them at all? Or they just sit there and they're? Or maybe they're nice and rich and they have a jukebox and they just load oh, them all up. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that right. Would be I, would, sweet. I would love a fucking jukebox, man. I, I, I would even, I would even love a CD jukebox. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, those are almost even more handy. But anyway. Anyway, so, so let, let me talk about some seven inches then. So, sure. um, one that I really liked from earlier in the year was a new, um, I think, LA, LA area band called Bloodstains. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and they, Jason. yeah, and they put out a they put out a seven inch super limited again. I think it was on a fucking European label, so it's really difficult to get. At least it was. Um, I think our friend at uh, GarageLand.net. Garage Rock. Garage Rock. No, I'm sorry. Garage Garage Rock. No, no, yeah, Garage yeah, Land. Like I posters. Sent you a free record. What do you do? You can't even freaking give his website, right? Well, Gar- Garage Land does posters that I've purchased before, too. Mm. They, do, they do a lot of punk rock posters. Um, GarageRock.com. So, Jason.net. Slash Richie has been with us since the beginning. He's an awesome dude. <laughs> yes. And if you put in PTID, you get 10% off every day. So don't forget that. Yeah, there you go. Garage Rock. Dots. Is it GarageRockRecords.net or something? Garage Rock Records. Is it dot net? Garage I don't know. I just Google it. It's I go com, there. Yeah, you're right. Garage Rock. Garage say, Rock I, dash I, records. You know, yeah. My computer knows. 
Garage Rock Rec Garage Rock Dash Records dot com. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got a little pop up store too, so I don't know where that is. He has a little pop up, yes. Yes. Um, ten. So uh, oh, look at that. I'm just looking at his site now. He's got a fucking Morrissey live album. Look at ah, that. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, we have to get that. Tens um, of people are interested in that. <laughs> Fuck you. And lots of Amy Winehouse. Um, so anyway, he put out... Uh, well, I don't know if he put it out. But anyway, he had this this Bloodstains record, and he was going to send it to me, and he never did. Thank you very much. Oh, he never did? <laughs> no. Well, that's, that, well that, maybe you're passively aggressively getting his website wrong because he didn't send it. <laughs> I, I honestly am not. But anyway, uh, You so already I'm, got it, Jason, so go ahead and send it over here. No. So anyway, so yeah, I'm going to play that song because it's really, really good, and you should listen to it, and it sounds like classic uh, Orange County. Uh, what's, uh, what's the name of the song? Blood, uh, Antisocial. Okay. And it's not a it's not a screwdriver cover. Uh, so here you go. Bloodstains. Antisocial. Yeah. 
All right, that was Bloodstains there with uh, the seven-inch Antisocial, which I thought was really, really. So where did you find? Where did you find that? At, or did you just get digitally? I, I, I haven't. I haven't managed to find it because I don't want to pay crazy fucking shipping fees for uh, it, so I don't actually have it in my sweaty hands. Every time I go to a, a record store that has like a punk seven-inch selection, I always look. And in San Diego, I thought I'd be able to find it, but uh, no dice. There's a there's That's a, a record says. store over here that I don't get to a ton. It's called Third Coast Vinyl. It's up in Muskegon. It's owned by an old punk rock guy. He has a huge selection of new seven inches, but yeah, they probably average like twelve bucks a piece. Twelve bucks, yeah. Yeah, I mean, depending on how I feel, I might do that. But like I say, if I'm going to buy seven inches these days, I normally go back to like seven inches I wanted back in the seventies yeah. or eighties, and I couldn't afford. So that's what I normally go back to these days. But it's it's it is it's just yeah it's 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 hard when you you know when you your whole life you're buying them for three bucks or two bucks and then all of a sudden they're twelve bucks. But. Yeah, it was a yeah it was they were ninety nine p back in the day. That's yeah. why we we could afford them with a pound pocket money. You could go out and buy a single every week or whatever, right? Sure. That's do you want to do? You, so are we done with the EPs? You think? Can we move on? Or I'm sure I forgot something. I apologize if I forgot your band. No, we haven't played the Jerry A yet. Okay. So um, yeah, you love the Jerry A. I love the Jerry A. And in fact, well, why don't we use that? Well, we'll, we'll use it. Doesn't really work because we're not going to talk about seeing them live. But why don't we save that since we don't have any songs to play when we talk about our live shows? Okay. Well, I have one more EP to talk about then. Okay. Another um, West Coast. Uh, I don't know if these guys are LA area. I think they are a band called Castillo. You heard okay. of those guys, Tom? They're a oi, they're oi band. Um, really, really good. Uh, they've had. Uh, Hold on, let me look this. Let me look this up because they're still kind of new to me. I know they had an EP out this year that I really, really liked, but I don't know mm. if they have anything out before that. You know what else I really like? See, now you're reminding me that I forgot about. And this also, uh, Mark sent us this. It was like two EPs on an LP. I think it was like seven songs or something on the LP. Was that uh, Tyrant? Oh, Tyrant was great. Yeah, that. Where Tyrant were they was from? Really, they were really from good. Sweden or something, right? They were from yeah, Finland or some shit. Yeah, yeah good, yeah. hard, good, hard yeah. ass, hardcore. Yeah. Tired. So yeah, okay. So Castillo. I know we played that when we when we got that. So this was actually Castillo's first EP. It came out this year. It's called Pleasure and Pain on Battle Scarred Records. Um, just a really really good new oi band, and um, I am gonna play the title track from that. So this is called Pleasure and Pain from the band Castillo. Enjoy.
All right, that was Castillo uh, with pleasure and pain. So it's 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 spelled it's like the Spanish spelling, right? C a s t i l l o. And I'm seeing yeah. they're, they're gigging an awful lot about around yeah, LA. Yeah, I see them on posters too. Yeah, yeah. I have too. Yeah, so a lot of actually a lot of the guys that that we're friends with, you know, they they're always po- putting up posters with like, it, man, some of those lineups just look fucking killer. Because it'll be yeah. like Castillo and the Scunthorpe Yobs, and you know, and it's like a bar that holds 150 people. Exactly, exactly. It'd be the kind of thing that seriously, if it was around here, you'd be going out every fucking weekend, you know, Ugh. instead of once every two months. But uh, yes. well, talking about that, do you want to talk about? Um, gigs because you went to man you you just counted them up you went to 28 shows this year yeah which is yep. really impressive i counted mine well, up for our I, age for yeah definitely well even so that's one every two weeks yeah you know that's that's Almost. that's yeah, a, yeah no a little better than that isn't yeah it? that's that's impressive i went to 15 for what i counted up okay. and so uh you know not as many as you obviously but still more than a lot of people so lots of different kinds of music too interesting it wasn't all punk rock by any means yeah well these are like and these are shows you know this isn't like showing up at the bar to, and some bands playing this is like things that i went out of my way to go see obviously mm-hmm. yeah definitely yeah um you know my my buddy chad we i'm not counting my buddy chad's cover band boys gone mild that we you know went to see in <laughs> the, some old theater in holland or whatever which was fun also yeah yeah but uh yeah i'm gonna pull my list up because Dude, we have some guy at work who just started, you know, when they when they just start, they send out a bio of this person, you know, where they worked before or whatever. And Seriously? Says, and he said, yeah. And is and that? And he says, well, just show interests and stuff, you know. And I'll pick with he a used photograph. to play league. He used to, he's played second guitar and sticks. No, here's what it is. Here's what it is. He plays in a, he plays in a Steely Dan cover band called Steely, oh called Steely Dad. <laughs> oh, my. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, I can't imagine anything more, more like torture for me. That's than, the equivalent that. of putting a political bumper sticker on your car half the people are just going to hate you right off the bat <laughs> pretty much so <laughs> yeah if you listen to this sorry about that mate <laughs> but i'm not going to see you bad now the funny thing is we i only know like i think i maybe you know one or two steal that stop and do it again do it again i think that might be the only steal does and i know i mastered it but i think that's the only steal you song i know it's this like nails on a chalkboard to me that was that that is fucking super tramp we never did do our show where we talked about our most hated bands put that on the list for 2024 will do yeah i'll definitely do that um, the very best of Steely Dan. Oh, you, you must know more songs than that. Reeling in the years. I mean, I oh, know these songs. Oh, reeling in the years. Yeah. Oh, Ricky, don't geez. lose that number. Just fucking horrible, oh my gosh. horrible Stop shit. Embarrassing me. <laughs> Stop. You're embarrassing me with how many songs I know. No, and dude. that 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 what I'm trying to sing. That I don't even know what that's called. Stop, drop, and do it again, or something. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, I'm actually jealous of you that you've forgotten all of these songs because they're fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely horrible. I'm not much for uh, classic rock these days. Matter of fact, I'm so anti classic rock that sometimes on the weekend, if I just don't know what, I'm, if I'm just listening to the radio in my car, I'll put it on the station that just plays all '80s weekend. Well, there you go. I do that too sometimes. And I, I, just, I mean, I mean, granted, there's you know you got to listen to a, a freaking Jody Wally song for every Blondie <laughs> song, but it's still it's still decent, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, they're playing play modern English, and yeah, you know, this is always a cool, occasional cool song between you know and some crap. Um, yeah, I've got a, I think I've got a, a Frank Sinatra station dialed in too, which is always good to hear. There the you boss, go. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
what the fuck we oh yeah so another guy funnily funnily enough another guy at work in who was it's in the same aisle as the steely dad guy um he's actually the brother of the guy that owns liars club which is interesting right oh okay yeah so uh, i was talking to him we actually got a couple of people to go out after work last last week for christmas and first time i'd been talking to him but yeah we we talked it up about liars club and i said i said dude i'd be there a lot more if the bands didn't come on at fucking 11 o'clock <laughs> Yeah, if, if you'd have the band start at eight, I'll be there a lot yeah. more often. You know, because he offered to get us tickets for whatever we want to go see. So, I got I've got one more show left this year, and I haven't gone to see him for quite a few years. But our big local punk ska band is Musterplug. Oh, Musterplug, right? Yeah, yeah. The, and I've been friendly with them throughout the years. I, I don't have anything against them. They're a fun band to go see live. But Flatfoot Fifty Six is playing with them this year, and uh, Jay Navarro and the Traders. So I'm gonna go check it out. I, I'm on call for work, so a I can't drink, and b if I get called, I'll probably just go. I mean, it's like a $16 ticket. It's not like... I wouldn't do that with like a $50 ticket. Sure. But since it's relatively cheap, I'll just go and... Um, I kind of had an attitude about the mustard plug over the last few years because they were one of the bands who were so into COVID that they were making additional rules into what the clubs were doing after oh, the clubs Jesus. started... Fuck that. So after the clubs had started dropping their mandates, they were still doing masking and stuff like that at their shows i'm like yeah i'm nah, not nah, doing that so anyway but we're probably go we're gonna hope go have a good time with that so well hopefully they're fucking embarrassed about that now hopefully they'll look oh, back dude, and realize nobody what dickheads is. They nobody are. is everybody everybody's just doubled down on the nonsense it's fucking stupid yeah but anyway I'm, I'm, the, I'm, are they even like a real band anymore do they still do stuff or do they just get together to do this oh no no they, tour, they still tour all they do a few okay. weeks a year you know they're pretty they're, dude the third wave scout revival is very that's just still very popular <laughs> all these 40 year old men they should know better dickheads but dickheads. uh dickheads. But no they're good guys yeah they're fans of maybe dickheads they're they're okay guys but anyway anyway all right forget it what am i talking about um oh so gigs so i i you know i couldn't go to punk rock bowling or didn't go to punk rock bowling maybe i could have in hindsight dude we haven't talked about the punk rock bowling uh the lineup. how bad the new lineup sucks yeah we can talk i guess we let's can talk about that, that. yeah let's let's listen let, i'm sorry i didn't mean to derail you go ahead no it's all right but you know i i there was several bands last year that i or this you know 2023 that i really wanted to see that i hadn't seen you know it was yeah. gbh it was antiheroes it was exploited we all know half of that um there was just a ton of bands that i really wanted to see as opposed to the 2024 lineup where there's literally like maybe like i mean 999 i i've never seen i guess i'd like to go see them but they're not like one of my favorites or anything you know there's only a few i mean i'd love to see stiff little fingers again but i've seen them you know are they are they on the lineup stiff little fingers is yeah yeah but they're in the middle dude yeah they're way they're below the chat so they'll be playing they'll be playing like six o'clock well but anyway but I was able to catch up with a lot of those bands and see them at small clubs, which is obviously so much better. I saw yeah. GBH in Detroit play for 300. I saw Annie Heroes play for 400 in Chicago, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, anyway, this year I decided to really focus my energy on seeing bands that I hadn't seen. And that's what I did. And I had a hell of a good year knocking bands off my bucket list. Huh. The big, the only disappointments were, you know, exploited canceled their tour so mm-hmm. i never saw exploited even though i sh- i think they suck but I, I i still want to see them and uh this is a minor one but the meteor is obviously canceled when right. you came to grand rapids to see them so but but check out these this is these are the huge huge buckler's bands i hit this year that i'm just i'm so stoked about we saw channel three in chicago 
at the Liars Club. Small show, great show. I saw GBH in Detroit in a sold-out show, about 300 people. saw Electric Frankenstein, came right to Grand Rapids. I had never seen them. Uh, we went to I went to Milwaukee to hang out with Mark. Scott and I did. Uh, Mark from DUIs. And we went and saw the Circle Jerks Descendants Adolescent Show. Even though I've already seen all those bands multiple times, it was still awesome, good time. Uh, putting that many bands, good bands on a bill. And while we were there, we actually caught the bonus show for Pansy Division. So that they were actually a hell of a lot of fun to see. For <laughs> and you've got lots of men's phone numbers there. Exactly. Too. Well done. <laughs> and I went to Detroit and saw the Dead Milkman, which I also really enjoyed, a band that somehow I never managed to see, and they were a lot of fun. I took my daughter to mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you and John Gentile can talk about it that sometime. Yeah. <laughs> saw, Cosmic, saw the Cosmic Psychos in Grand Rapids opening for the Chats, which right. was fun. Yep. Saw a bunch of smaller bands, and then, uh, yeah, finished the year by going to see Any Heroes from Atlanta, my favorite, play in Chicago for about 400 people. So it was really – and there's some smaller ones, too. I saw Trauma and, and uh, you know, the Putts and, you know, some sm- Ravagers finally. Doc Rot were great. So, you know, saw some Chats, Sack, Raging Nathan. Saw some Zonoids with Prowlers, Fear City antagonists atl you know saw some great bands for the first time but just a lot of like 80s 90s bands that who knows how many more chances i get so i tell you it was as far as albums i thought it was just an okay year eps i even thought maybe it was a little weak but for live shows for me personally man probably one of the best years i've had in a long time Hmm. yeah for me when i went back through it today um i was actually surprised because uh, some, uh, it seems like some of them would have been longer ago than twenty, you know, twenty twenty three. But yeah, that Channel I, Three show seems like a long time away, doesn't it? It was like March, though, right? Well, yeah, and for me, but going back even further, the sounds of the street festival at Reggie's that was in oh, yeah. that was in early February, and that's when I saw like lower class brats and oh yeah, uh, and are Doc, they doing that this and, year? And Doc I, Rotten they're doing that this year. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't seen, but yeah, so I saw lower class brats. I saw Doc Rotten. Um, Rotten Stitches, a whole bunch of other bands. Yeah. Um, then a couple of weeks later, I saw Teenage Bottle Rocket and the Raging Nathans again at Reggie's. Yep. Um, I saw the Drowns. So this was all in the uh, like a few weeks. That's right. That was in March. I yeah. should have that Drowns, Flat Fifty Six, and all that. Rum Jacks, Criminal Kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a, that was a good one. Then yeah, we I went just to that. bought my condo. I was feeling financially insecure. Yeah. Which I probably will be again come January because that's when we don't have any renters. We've got a couple more years. Yeah, there you go. Um, and then yeah, there went that there was that media show that got canceled day of that I came down to you. I came over yeah. to you to see. But then who 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 did we saw two we saw two different shows that night instead. We yeah, we saw City Mouse and we saw that the opener Oil Change. Oil Change. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, I got the record, little. dude. Yeah. It's not amazing, but it's not as bad as they are live. How did you get the record? Just out of interest. I was at that thing in Lansing at that record show, and my our buddy Dougie had a copy of it. I, I bought. I paid eight bucks for it. Oh, okay. Well, there you for go. a twelve inch. Yeah. So, so and it's it's okay. Yeah, you remember how the drummer couldn't play or something? Yeah, was, she, she had a she broken was, arm or some shit. She was struggling. She was struggling, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, middle of the year, we had Channel 3 and then GBH. I had GBH at the Metro, which was a good show. Yep. Then we had our birthday bash, which was great, out in Logansport, right? Oh, dude, I forgot about that. That yeah. was so much fun. The queers and the pots and... Uh, we're gonna do that again next year. I'm 99 percent sure, and that was so much fun. Yeah. I mean, Matt's, Matt's the brains behind that. We're just the eye candy. Who was the third band? Uh... I couldn't remember. 
They brought he, you know they were like a, they were local kids that don't want us. Don't want us. Yeah, thank you. They don't want us. Yeah, they were. Fun. Yeah, they were cool they were too. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and, I, I, Matt has every intention. I believe, and like I said, I don't want to speak for him. And he's the brains behind the operation. I know he's got a lot going on down there. So, but I'm pretty sure we're going to go forward with that next year. We'll of course let you know as soon as we know. And yeah, hope to see. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, and then I got uh, obviously went in June. Went to Motoblot. I uh, went two days this year. That was cool. So we saw Tiger Sex, Nashville Pussy, Super Suckers, whole bunch of other like rockabilly bands. That was that was a cool two days. Um, then getting on later in the year, uh, there was three Fridays in a row. Uh, yeah, we had uh, New Rocket Union. Went to that tiny show. Yep. And then saw some of my old eighties favorites, the Chameleons. Yeah, that was a fantastic show. Saw the Darkness with their. Flamboyant glam uh, hard rock, and then uh, T One Fest was the last thing I went to that we did. Uh, Raging Nathan sack queers. Oh yeah, yeah, that was fun too. Yeah, that was a great time. Nosebleed. So yeah, so I went. I went to. Uh, yeah, I, I went to some shows this year. Not as many as you, but still, it was. It was. Hopefully fun. next year will be even better, buddy. Hopefully yeah. next year will be even better. I mean, the highlight for me, the my favorite show of the year, was the Chameleons Theater of Hate show, and the mm. only reason that was, well, they were fantastic, but also he came onto the stage wearing our T-shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> so that was fucking that that put it over the top for me that he was wearing our fucking T-shirt. You know that was who uh, who today was on the Facebook feed. Was it is that was that uh, bladder big bladder. Yeah, Mick Blatter came on wearing our T-shirt yeah, today. Yeah, cool. from because uh, I put the Scunthorpe Yobs as one of my albums of the year. Yeah, yep. it is. It's uh, really, cool. it's really fucking good. Yeah, I have not, heard, I have not got a chance to hear. Yeah, I mean, it's um, very, it's very classic street punky, you know, because it's got yeah. guys from the Swinging Udders and guys from uh, you know a lot of those. We, kind we, of I bands. think we we've, we've tapped into this weird vein of California that I don't think gets a ton of coverage. Otherwise, right. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just you know stroke myself but i think we kind of found this cool cool thing that's maybe a little under underappreciated no i agree completely yeah I, I, dude what do you do you, you fall off the bed what the hell are no. you doing? <laughs> might be pee time oh boy all right um so i'll tell you what um I don't think we, are. <laughs> even though we just listed a whole shit ton of bands, I don't think we're going to play any music by any of those bands, right? <laughs> uh, so I think we're actually going to play uh, from the Jerry A and the Kings of Oblivion, that EP that um, we were talking up about a half hour ago, probably. We're going to play a couple of songs off of that because we both liked it so much. Um, Tom had picked the song Reborn, and I had picked the song Degeneration. So yeah, so if you get a chance, if you go into Pirates Press to buy something, I'm sorry, oh geez, what am I talking about? Pirates Press TKO, it's on TKO. Um, yeah, pick this EP up; it's really good, 12 inch EP, uh, Jerry A and the Kings of Oblivion. And so we are going to play first. We're going to play Reborn, and then we're going to play the song Degeneration. Stapleton helped to find his way Maybe Mr. Flint is out of jail to stay Reborn! 
Sad thing, Neil. I believe that it's sold out already. 
Oh, it has. Oh, so people can't even go. It's a very, very limited. Now, and the, and the annoying thing about it is too. At least, at least for me on Apple Music, that that is not streaming. Now that is streaming on the, like that's on. Uh, it's on Spotify. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 The only thing I could find from Jerry A on Apple Music was a different. I guess he put must have put out a full length album a yeah, couple years and, ago. And you were you were talking about that, and I have I've heard some of it. It's it's. From the fire to the water, or something. Yeah. Called. yeah. The thing with that one that I noticed is it just it was radically all over the place musically, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But like one song would be almost like heavy metal, another song would be like almost straight like pop rock because he had different bands backing him up on every song. Hmm. This one is much more focused. I think it's very focused. Yeah, it's really fucking good, man. It's. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, well, of course easier to focus six songs than a dozen songs or whatever. But no, it's it's really good. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I I, uh, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. I pee. I feel much better. <laughs> I give a, the blood is uh, the blood is empty. Now, have you been drinking a lot today or not? Being Christmas um, and all. I went to lunch. I had one beer, and then I'm, I brought two beers up here with me to do this. So um, I was about one was, and a half beers in. I was out last night. We were obviously yesterday was Friday. We were we were both off. After, but after Christmas shopping, we needed to go out, and we actually went out. So there's actually a local bar that's just um, a couple blocks south, but it's on the it's on the Chicago side of Howard, so it's officially in Chicago. Okay. It's called the Candlelight, and we went out with. Uh, uh, you never went to Celtic Knot with us, uh, right? No, I never did. Yeah, you missed it. So that was the bar in Evanston that was been there for 17 years, but then unfortunately had to close. But we went out with uh, the people that used to run Celtic Knot. Ah. So we went out with them last night and had a really good time. I had a, yeah, we were drinking for like four hours. That was a that was a lot of fun. So I was trying to take it easy today, but I uh, I succumbed and I'm drinking a lovely gin and tonic right now. So it's funny. I, I'm drinking. There's my favorite brewery in Michigan is not one of the bigger ones. Not one of them. It's it's bigger, I should say, but it's not one of the famous ones. It's not. So it's, not, it's, not fa- it's not Founders then. Founders is in Grand Rapids. I I, 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 I go there once in a while, but I've never had a beer of theirs that I absolutely love. I agree. I, I don't think it's um, that great. The one in Kalamazoo, Bell's, I actually like many more of their beers, and that's it's kind of a yuppie place too. But there's a brewery up north. That I love. It's in a little town called Bel Air, a little tiny town of Mich- up northern Michigan by Traverse City, and it's called Shorts Brewery. Shorts. I've never heard of that. Okay. And I love this Shorts Brewery. They have a they have a beer called Locals Light, which is not really that light. It's five point two percent alcohol, and it's so it's stronger than Budweiser, ironically. But it's just really good, easy drinking beer. And I've been drinking this other beer that they have called melt my brain hmm. which is a gin and tonic flavored beer which oh, i know shut sounds, the fuck up it sounds bizarre but it's really good hmm. it's really tasty if you come by next time you come over i'll, I'll make sure we got a 12 pack of ice so, wow so uh, is that so yeah it's called, is that it's super called strong melt my brain i'm drinking it right now i mean it's five two or five oh, four okay. it's it's yeah. it's stronger than you know pbr but so before I went out yesterday, I had the misfortune. I joined a I joined a a group on Facebook for Guinness drinkers. Right? I figured, yeah, I'll, I'll oh, see what boy. this is about. You don't have enough pretentious twats in your life. Jesus Christ! I had to leave. I left it the same day. The fucking a. There's a million. There's a, there's literally like a hundred fifty, two hundred posts a day, and it's just people pour. Uh, uh, taking photographs of of the Guinness they just bought at whatever the bar they were in, so people can judge the the poor, you know, the head and all that stuff. Oh, and people are so fucking judgmental over, you know, the the quality of the poor or this, that, and the other, and even down to the fact that, well, 
you didn't uh you don't have that in the right kind of glass or well it's in the right kind of glass but you've obviously used detergent to clean the glass because that's affecting the head it's like oh. fuck off fuck off <laughs> so yeah so I, I quickly ditch that group but uh yeah, we're down to for a few. There's only one group in Facebook worth being on, Neil, and that's the Punctuality Punctual- Guy Facebook group. Uh, you know what? I will say about this R group, uh, it's very eclectic. Yeah. It's although it's 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 focused on punk rock for sure, but there's a lot of different kind of things yeah. on there from bands. Well, it's not like some of our friends who I won't mention who it's basically just become a dirty meme group. Yeah. Yeah, it was basically almost like memes between a, bo- a boy and a girl. Just well, trying to get off with each that's other a or something. Development, but it's yeah. been a dirty meme group forever um and i don't want to, i don't want to degrade to that i mean it's but it i think it's worth being in our group just to try to figure out what richard is talking about <laughs> like some of his posts i mean you got to be like somewhere between sherlock holmes and nostradamus <laughs> to figure out what, the, what he's talking about yeah but the, you know what it is he listens very closely and he he come you know and he'll quote us was something we said on the podcast that we don't even remember yeah but the fact is that he'll type it wrong so we'll actually have no idea That's what true. he's talking about they leave words out and stuff, well, depending on his level of inebriation, I believe. Well, I, I, I reached out to you earlier today when you put the episodes, and because there was a couple of typos in the, in the thing, and I, and I had sent it directly to you with those yes. typos. Yes. So I, I made typos, and then you didn't edit it. And then when I was laughing about I was telling you I, I wrote a review for that Jerry A. Peaks. I think it's so good, and it got put up, and I hadn't even reached out to the editor as Barry A. B E R R A. And King's yeah. Oblivion. I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, that's that's kind of important when you get the when you get the name of the artist wrong. Uh, that's that's kind of bad. Yeah. Um, so okay, so we've done gigs, we've done uh, books, we've done uh, EPs and singles of the year. Um, how about we talk about? There's a lot of uh, a lot of punk rock luminaries that died this year. It's kind of sad, yeah. actually. It's kind of sad. So just over the last couple of weeks. We've been a long time since you did a death show. I told you after Shane McGowan died, we should probably have done a death show. Yeah. We did death shows with much less famous people than they have died recently. I mean, we can we I mean we can talk because it's the end of 2023, so it's kind of a decent year to talk yeah. about it, right? So let's see. I mean, this is off the top of my head. There's some yep. people I so maybe you can add some. So obviously we've had uh, Jordy from Killing Joke died, okay. guitarist. Um, obviously Shane McGowan was the big one that everyone yep. is crying in their beer about it even though he, yep. couldn't, he couldn't sell a record for the last 40 fucking years well he couldn't even keep his head up um, Tom Verlaine from television died earlier in the year did Tom Verlaine die? yeah he oh, died I, in I, boy, I, I mean I'm sure I knew that at the time but yeah he died January or February and that yeah well not a lot of people made a big deal about that but he was you know that CBGB scene he was a fucking luminary man, that man. first that first television record is probably the most pretentious piece of garbage that i absolutely love <laughs> oh okay you saved it right there yeah i love that record but it's so like twiddly and doodly yeah. you know yeah it's very art rocky yeah but well, i and, and it's so the level of musicianship on that it's really the anti-ramones yes that's but true really, that's a good way really to put it like i yeah. do like that record yeah but it's very and, angular good too yeah and there's a lot of space in it so it is yep. it is very much the anti-ramones you're there's right about that there's a lot of space that. in it but there's also a lot of guitar parts but i like i like them versus the talking heads who i can't stand so I'm okay with the talking heads but they don't have an album that i love nearly as much as you know marky moon mm-hmm. yeah I, I wish we could have swapped him for fucking uh, tom verlaine how's that there you go Wishing, wishing death on what's his face that's good david byrne david byrne yeah he can fuck himself um so let's see who else died this year so algie ward who used to play bass in the damned 
Okay. I have not been keeping track. I know there's a lot of people, but yeah. I'm having a real hard time off the top of my head. So hopefully you got them written down. So I, I guess I guess the I, I guess the thing he was most famous for there was a new wave of British heavy metal band called Tank. I don't know. Do you know them? Okay. Yep. Oh. I mean, I'm familiar with the name. I don't know that I've okay. ever heard of them. So that was Algie Ward. But after that, I believe he he he, he joined the Damned for a few years. Okay. And was and was in the dam for a while. So he died. Um, Jamie Reed, the guy that did a lot of the early Sex Pistols posters and stuff, all the classic iconography of huh. the Sex Pistols stuff. He died. Um, Seymour Stein of uh, obviously oh, Sire Sire Records. Records, yeah, yeah Sire Ramones, yeah, the, the Dead Boys, yep, and the Blondie, yep, and yep, yep, all that early stuff. Yeah, he he died. Um, Boy, he had to be like 125. Yeah, he was old man. Yeah, uh, Frank Kozik who did a lot of punk rock posters mm-hmm. back in the day and record covers and stuff like that. Yep, yep. So he passed away this year. So if you have anything signed by him, I guess it might be worth $10. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Neil, know. Will, Neil will buy it from you. Uh, I've got a couple of his posters signed, I guess. Hmm. Um, and the final one for me is going to be, uh, I think I mentioned this last time, Gus Gangrene from the band The Drones from Manchester. Mm. He he just died a couple of weeks ago. And so I was actually going to play a drone song. Um, so do you know do you know anybody I'm, else? Don't, am I missing I'm anybody? I'm sure there were more, but I just, I like I said, I'm kind of drawing a blank. Yeah. I mean, there so. was a lot, I mean, there was a lot of famous musicians, but I just wanted to do, like, punk-adjacent ones. I guess yeah, yeah, the, no, 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 even that, yeah I, th- yeah. I feel there's probably even more just in that regard, but yeah, I can't really off the bat, so... I guess the original drummer from Scream, that DC uh, punk band, uh, okay. he, I guess he died, but then that was... Uh, was the guy from, the guy from uh, Small Brown Bike died, I mean, there's been a, a bunch of younger wave guys that have died, too. The bass player from Screaming Trees, I don't remember what his name was, but he, he, okay. he passed away, yeah. So yeah, but I, I haven't been keeping a tally. That's too just too depressing. Well, it is interesting though because they're all all getting older, and that's why it's that's why when these bands tour, you should probably go, go see them because you don't you don't know if you're going to get another fucking chance. I mean, to, if you uh, got to travel, if you got to travel overnight or whatever, do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm gonna. I'm, I mean, I don't know that. I, I can't imagine I'm gonna have as good a year in 2024 as try as far as hitting bucket list bands. But man, I'm really gonna do my best because I I got a lot of joy and a lot of personal satisfaction and reward out of doing that really focusing on those bands now the so. one I, the one i didn't mention was the bass player from the smiths he died too but uh the reason i do not mention him is because i hold him and the drummer in uh I have, lot, I, uh, I have yeah i hold them in contempt because they sued morrissey for 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 back uh, royalties or whatever even though they had no place in writing the fucking songs it was Morrissey and Marr who wrote the songs but they still took him to court and stuff so I hate those two fuckers um, so anyway I'm gonna okay so yeah Gus Gangreen the guitarist player from uh, gu- guitarist guitar player from the drones died okay. and uh, I'm gonna play a drone song so the drones were a criminally underrated early punk band from Manchester from 70- I know you played them before 77 78ish their their first album is absolutely fucking classic it's a punk rock classic and they had a couple of singles too uh Bone Idol and uh Temptations of a White Collar Worker were the two singles um uh, but anyway I'm going to play a song from the album uh, and this song is called Lookalikes so this is the drones from Manchester with Lookalikes
All right, that was the drones from Manchester from 1977 with lookalikes. Now, the thing that annoys me about that, Tom, my brother was six years older than me, right? Okay. So he was the perfect age to see all the first wave punk bands. Sure. You know? In fact, he tells me he had tickets to see the Pistols when the Pistols were on the uh, Nevermind the Bands tour in 77. He had tickets to see the Pistols in Birkenhead, which is a small town um, outside of Liverpool. But he and, blew it uh, off to go see Zeppelin. No, no, they cancelled. So ah. he didn't get to he didn't get to see it. But um, he did go and see in mid-77. He went to see the Stranglers at Liverpool hmm. University and the drones opened up I guess oh nice so he got did you ever see the Stranglers I never did I, I, I never I, was I'm not as big a fan I'm not as big a Stranglers aficionado as most of the old English guys are I thought yeah. they were alright but yeah um, I, I saw the uh, you know after the original lead singer Hugh Cornwall split you know a long time yeah. ago and I saw him solo <laughs> but uh, and he did a lot of Strangler songs which were really weird because it was just him and a bass player so hearing those Strangler songs without like the organ and all the other stuff, it was yeah. it was very odd. But you know, still really good songs. Huh. Anywho, so uh, yeah, so that was the. I'm, I'm looking at what songs I have left. Hey, you have you have two left, I believe. Because we're doing two, three, four, five. Six. I think we're doing ten songs this year this time instead of eight. Well, and let me see. I did that one. I did that one. I did that one. Yeah, tell me. What, so, you, you, you on your list, you got the downstrokes. Tell me about this. Why did you choose? Well, oh, this so song? I forgot. I forgot to mention it when we were doing our. There was a couple albums I really wanted to mention when we were doing our top ten albums. Mm-hmm. I said, "Hey, I want to do some honorable mentions too," and then I never did my honorable mentions. Oh, we did talk. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We did say we were going to do some honorable. So mentions. So there's a couple honorable mentions I want to mention. One of them, and this one was really, I had it in my top ten. Like almost all year, and it just sort of got knocked out at the last minute. And so, um, you talked about seeing New Rocket Union in Chicago. Yes, sir. So, John plays in another band called Bad Idea. Okay. And they put out a ripping album this year called Sonic Hellride. And I liked it a lot. I know we played some songs on it when I got, when it came out, but it probably was like, ended up being number 11. Hmm. Um, I also, you know, I mentioned that I love the Overkill album Scorched. It's very good, but I didn't really want to, don't have room on my punk album list for a thrash album. Even the new Metallica was pretty decent. It wasn't amazing, but it was pretty good. Um, and the other one, I, and you know, we know Jerry, of course, from Running Savage Mountain Park Punk Arts. His band, The Downstrokes, put out a new album this year, and it kind of came out at the end of the year. I'm going to write a written review of it. But it's also a fun album, and I, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's called This Close to Vertigo. So I thought I would make that up to it by playing a song, since I forgot to mention it last time. So, And it's fun. The song is called uh, Downtown Queen City, and it talks about being on Baltimore Street, which is like right where the club is, where the Savage Mountain Punk Arts thing is. Isn't, isn't Queen City, isn't that Cincinnati? Uh, I, I don't know, dude. Listen, Neil, it's 2023. There's lots of queens, buddy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Banned you know in 2024. Right. You know I'm right. Cancelled. Right. Yes. They're, not, so, queen, they're anyway, not queens anymore, man. It's all trans, isn't it? Isn't that what I they call know. it these days? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, so we're, I figure we should play a downstroke song. Jerry sent me the album. Like I said, I'm kind of working on review. I'm kind of, I don't, I don't review like I used to speed wise. I just kind of work at my own pace, you know? Okay. 
so yeah, the album's called This Close to Vertigo. This song is, I don't know, it's just, I just kind of picked this one out, like I said, because I actually do know the area. We've been hanging out there the last three years, so. Yeah. In, in Queen City? <laughs> That's right, Queen City, which is Cumberland, Maryland. I don't know how, I don't know where that ranks on the Queen City overalls. It might be like, might not even be in the top five, but anyway. All right. Yeah. Downstrokes. Down Downtown Queen City. All Baltimore Street, the kids wanna get high. All Baltimore Street struggle to get by.
All right, that was Tom's Tom's buddies, the Downstrokes, with uh, Downtown Queen City. Uh, they now, got kind of a they got kind of a little bit of a X thing going on there with the background vocals. So check oh, it out. Cool. Oh, nice, nice. That sounds good. Yeah. So, what 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 label is that? Uh, is that album? Uh, I think it's a Coffin Curse, which is a guy out of. Uh, oh, I met the guy too. I think they're out, they're out of Tennessee. Is it Memphis? Knoxville, I think Knoxville, Tennessee. Hmm. Coffin, Tennessee. Coffin Curse. That sounds like it should be a, a fucking. Metal label or something? No, or, or fucking uh, Psychobilly. Ah, yeah, there you go. Because the Necromantics have an album called uh, "Curse of the Coffin," so that would ah, be uh, that go. would be perfect for them. Yeah, and I'm sure you know the thing is with these year end things, it's just like I know I'm missing things. Like I'm probably missing like a really good EP that I love that I just forgot about. Yeah, so I'd imagine what we'll do probably january or february we'll probably like oh you know yeah someone suggested this should have been on our album list for the best yeah. of 2023 and we'll probably <laughs> actually hear some albums in 2023 that we should have put on the on the yeah. list well, that, that, I, that always I, happens I, always I happens do think there'll be, and well once again we've been kind of uh slow to book guests and i think in january we're just I, we're gonna just once again we're not gonna get out weather's crappy we're in the midwest you know yep. it's green christmas um they're more like great Christmas, actually. Uh, but I think we're gonna. We got a lot of people that we've been talking to, and I think they're gonna all start to hit in January. We're just gonna do a shit ton of interview episodes, and 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 I I'm real excited about quite a few of them. I mean, it's some some good stuff too. And it's and it's you know, and we do you know, it's it, obviously we strive for a little more famous level of guest because a little more famous level of guest might bring people to us. But the smaller bands hustle; they promote harder, so they end up bringing us a lot of new listeners. And you know, I, I never want to get so big that we don't want the small band. But it is getting harder to fit the smaller band into the, the lineup. I think so. No, I agree. Um, but I think a lot of people. But we get people say, "Man, I love it when it's some band I never heard of talking about a scene I never heard of." Well, so I, I don't know. I think what we might also be doing, which is going to be kind of interesting, is having bands that we've had on before for the first time. You know, when we when we had them on for the first time, they talked about the yeah. band history and yada yada yeah. yada. But now they might have put out a new album, and so we're going to have them on talking about the new album. So it's going to be interesting how we flesh yeah. flesh out a whole show when we're not talking about their entire history when we're just talking about a new record. Yeah. So that that'll be kind of interesting. And there's already one. I'm not going to give the name away, but you, you know who I'm talking about. They sent us the uh, their album should be out in February, and they've sent us the MP3 tracks of all the album, and the the album is going to be a strong contender for best album of 2024, I think. Oh, a little bit okay. Yeah, East Coast, East Coast band. Fucking, it's really. Good. I don't know if you've listened to it, but yeah. it's really good. I actually I mean, have it, but I did see them for the first time this year, and they're yeah. they're great, great dudes. Hang on, I got to hang out with them a little bit. So it's, yeah, it, yeah, no, it's yeah. right, and it's right in our wheelhouse, man. It is really, yeah. really good. So yeah, no. This, like I said, I, I definitely have more albums on my radar for twenty twenty four than I did this time last year. Yeah, yeah. We got I mean, the, if, we got the drowns. We got just, Doc just Rotten. Dr- just the just the drowns. Doc Rotten, uh, Coxbar. I mean, yep. there's already things to look forward to. So yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. So that I think that's going to be good. Um, I'm looking forward to that Danzig sings Morrissey album. <laughs> Morrissey sings Danzig, one or the other. Maybe they would duet. Maybe they can do a duet. Maybe. Yeah. Now, did you know? I don't know if you. Well, you wouldn't know this. Why would you? But uh, Morrissey did a duet like thirty years ago with Susie from Susie and the Banshees. Was that right? And it's actually a go- it's actually a gorgeous song. It's a, it's a slow song and it's uh, it's it's gorgeous. But you don't they- mean Neil. I'm 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 like the only guy in the world maybe who's sort of like neutral to Morrissey. Like I don't hate his music, but yeah. it's not my favorite. 
I think he's people despise him but i love a contrarian in punk rock all these punk guys are such pussies morrissey is a guy who says what he thinks and stands by it and i respect that even if i think he's a dumbass sometimes you know yeah <laughs> so they do this anyway they did record a song together called interlude and it's like yeah. i say it's a gorgeous song and they're, they're just about to re-release it i guess but app- yeah. apparently susie who- doesn't want her voice associated with him anymore with this extreme right-wing politics it's, no it's not that it's just as, as difficult as he is I believe that's as difficult as she is as well uh, so they're both so supposedly they didn't talk to each other at all in the recording session you're talking <laughs> the is, original recording session? yeah or are they re-recording no, it? no 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 this is the original no they're, they're just uh, re-releasing it no yeah and, uh, uh, but supposedly yeah in that original one they didn't they didn't talk to each other no, at all but even though I think they I think they'd get on cuz cuz Susie is now like a crazy cat woman lives in France. So I think uh, I think her, her and Marcy might actually get on these days. So huh. uh, anyway. Real, totally real treat. <laughs> I just thought that was I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Um but anyway, you have one more song on your list. So um why don't you tell us about this one? Um I want to talk reissues real quick. That's okay. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, you wanted to talk about that. Yeah. So you know, Neil turned sixty this last this year. I turned fifty this year. Neil, your birthday's come. Your birthday always sneaks up on me. I know your birthday is really quick here. I'm sure I'll probably talk to you one more time before then. But yeah, it's in two weeks. Yeah. If I don't, oh, is it two weeks? Yeah. Okay. Um, but and and I've been struggling with it for years. But I have definitely been buying more reissues the last this year, especially. There's no doubt I bought more reissues than I did new albums. So, I want to give a shout-out to a couple of different things. A, Trust Records. Yes. Still doing amazing work. I got the uh, Seven Seconds Walk Together, Rock Together album. These albums, and I know I've been singing the praises for a while now, so this is nothing new, but these records are so great. They're almost like double albums. They're so thick, and they have this like full 12 by 12 booklets in them. And well, so some of them even wa- some of them even have like ex, uh, like free seven inches in there, right? With like yeah, yeah, like unreleased just, tracks. They're so well done. I mean, they're a reissue label. They're not doing anything new. And you know, they did the DFL, which I'm not as uh, you know. I thought it was okay. It's just not that. It's not. I'm not that into it. But they did the Aggression album, I think, last year. And this year, they did Seven Seconds Walk Together, Rock Together, and they did the Youth Brigade record. Yep. And they did the SSD record. SSD, yeah, that's right. SSD, yeah. At some point too. So these these are great, and and not far behind them. If it, honestly, not even behind them, doing the same thing with much less fanfare is uh, Mark at TKO. Yeah, who I, yeah. I know we're pals with them, so it's, it, so you know take that for what it's worth. But man, he's doing the same thing. These Poison Idea reissues, Templars, Annie Scene. Um, he sent me some and you know he actually sent me a, like a couple of the poison idea reissues and then i sort of got obsessed with them and started buying the rest of them hmm. like i pretty much have got them all now but they're just so well done giant booklets the kings of punk one is just chocked full of like flyers and stickers and it's just like once again almost like a double album because it's got so much stuff in it you know now, do, you, um, do you actually read those booklets I do. I, yeah. I read. Okay. I read the trust ones. Yeah, they're really good. Okay. Well, as a matter of fact, and you know, we the you got that forty that that channel three forty double album. Yes, sir. Yeah, I have that. So Mike did the liner notes on that, and that's where you're like, oh, his book's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah, that, that's where I, the liner notes inside yeah. the record are so good. Yeah. Um. 
and it's you know it's pictures and it's it's essays and stuff but no those are worth reading even though it's like an awkward size sometimes they're even like in like in the gatefold where you kind of gotta hold it like a big retarded picture book you know yeah and then it's but, not gonna, uh, and, and then it's not gonna fit in your plastic sleeve your plastic outer sleeve because it's so fucking thick right mm-hmm. but anyway so yeah so trust records TKO Records. There's a bunch of other records doing kind of, you know, uh, Radio Raheem's doing some hardcore stuff. There's some other cool stuff out there doing that. Um, and the other one that I mustn't forget, um, earlier this year, and it's a compilation, so it's never going to go any best of kind of list, but uh, they did the Boris the Sprinkler Bits of Boris, which was like, took all their 7-inch, because they have like 18 7-inch singles, I think. And took most of the A-sides, original A-sides, or original tracks, and put them on a record. I think there's 20 tracks on the record. So you know half the songs to begin with, and you love them. And then there's some, like, comp CD tracks and stuff that are really good that I never heard. Um, And then they also reissued their uh, full album cover of uh, Group Sex by the Circle Jerks, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe that is Waiting for Me Under the Tree. Oh, boy. Well, I told you how, like, any records I get after, like, December 10th, I just throw them in a box. Yeah, and then you have them people wrap Just have my wife wrap Yeah. There you go. So anyway, so I'm looking forward to that. So it's been a good... So even though Boris didn't play any shows and they didn't put out any new material, they got some cool cool stuff out. And that's actually where my last... I'm trying to think. What else for reissues? I'm sure you bought a bunch too, Neil. Did you get... Yeah. I mean, I got like the Cult uh, Love reissue. I mean, just... And I don't know if they were big, you know, big deal reissues, but just so many classic records I've been able to pick up. You know, Depeche Mode... Uh, records and stuff like that that I've been able to buy really nice represses of I got the Trust Records the Youth Brigade one and I think I mentioned this on the last show it's, yeah. actually, it's actually fairly unimpressive but that's just because you know they can take the stuff from the original master tapes but if it yeah. was badly recorded in the first place yeah. even take it from the original master tapes it's still going to sound kind of so like it's not the it's not the quality of the record so much I mean it's still a beautiful presentation and everything yeah. else yeah 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 and they did a box set where you could get you remember how it came with like two versions it was yeah. the original version with a different and oh, with, 80s, with some different it's like tracks. the 82 version of the yeah. And then the eighty three. The band yeah. hated the first version so yeah. much that they just re-recorded the whole thing. Which yeah. I've never actually heard that first one. So they did do a box set that had both versions of the album, but that was like <laughs> that was like a hundred bucks. <laughs> so I wasn't I wasn't going to do that. So I just bought the uh, I just bought the regular the regular ninety three version of it. But one I wanted to mention because I I was just listening to this yesterday. Um, there's some of these super high end. Uh, reissue uh, labels mm. like Intervention Records is one oh, I never heard of it and um, and what's that other one Master Something Recordings um, fuck uh, I, I have a B-52 a couple of B-52's records um, that are like and basically they, they remaster the whole thing they go from the original master tapes but then they remaster it as well from the original master tapes and they just they just fucking sound amazing and mm. so I was listening to Intervention I've done um, remasters of the entire early Joe Jackson catalog. So, um, ah. and that's and and it's and it's not like uh, they even do the artwork as well. Like they get the original artwork and redo that. 
so it's not like they just take like a photocopy or something of the of the original artwork so it's all blurry mm. um so anyway yeah i was listening to uh i'm the man yesterday and it just sounds fucking amazing such a great record those it's, first two yeah, joe jackson are so good phenomenal absolutely phenomenal so yeah i was listening to that yesterday and it's just everything is so clear the the separation between the instruments it's it's just awesome so Hmm. yeah i want to give those guys a shout out because uh intervention is uh is 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 amazing Hmm. yeah even though i don't think i bought anything by them this year because i'm normally more likely to actually try and buy the the original yeah yeah i'm a big repress guy you're a big original guy. yeah unless it's difficult to get or unless it's like a thousand dollars i actually think talking about christmas i actually think i'm getting uh um uh, t- original press of Total by Teenage Bottle Rocket, oh, nice. which actually hasn't been remastered, huh. so that 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 that's never been reissued. So um, yeah, so it was it was expensive, but it's Neil Christmas, and I are like that Christmas uh, gift. What like, are you gonna do? Like that, uh, like that. He's a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> no, it's, it's like it's like if we lived together, it would be like the odd couple or whatever. The Mandrells right? or yeah. whatever. not Mandrells. Who's that couple? Who's the who are the the singing Mormon family? Oh, the Osmonds. I was thinking yeah. more of, I was thinking more of the odd couple, you know, that old sixties yeah, sitcom. Oh, the other one I was thinking original master recordings, that was the one I was trying to think of. Huh, I'm not familiar with that at all. But you know, there's always been so there's so many there's a viaduct out of San Francisco. There are a lot of these great labels. Like I said that Radio Rahim is doing a bunch of hardcore New York hardcore stuff. It's just it is the golden era of if if of you know re of punk reissues and you know you got all these bootlegs you get all mm-hmm. these cool misfits bootlegs and social distortion bootlegs like I'm dying there's an album called it's called Sex and Death Social Distortion Sex and Death it's like a full different version of what would become the White Light White Heat White Trash album but a little more like country in style hmm. and like you can get the whole like bootleg LP of it hmm. and okay. so there's there's a lot of stuff out there man a lot of a lot of cool stuff and. Uh, I every year I'm like oh, I'll probably slow down on my record buying this year, but man, every year there's so much cool stuff, right? Well, and yeah, and also for me, there's so much old stuff that I couldn't afford to get yeah. back in the day that I always used to see in the record store, and I used to want, and now I actually could afford it. So you know, yep. I was like, yeah, and, maybe, and maybe I'll get that. Yep, it's it's the the the, the discogs rabbit hole, the the digging, the record store digging it's i have not lost any of my passion for it so and again i got i got that wrong it's not original master recording it's Mo- mobile fidelity sound lab wow you're close you got zero of the right words <laughs> but it's it says an original master recording by mobile fidelity sound lab mm-hmm. so that has a it has like a you'll see it as a gray banner across the top so i got the first two b52s records as mobile fidelity sound library issues and the first three elvis costello albums and they hmm. do sound fucking amazing hmm. yeah so anyway i'll tell you what speaking of sounding amazing yes sir hey did we play that barista sprinkler song you would no we're gonna play that right okay now. good 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 good, good. all right punk 977 at gmail yes sir uh once again punk at facebook group we'll still send you stickers at least for a little bit yep um Lots of stuff coming up. Like I said, lots of stuff coming up next year. Matter, a matter of fact, it, you know, this year has been as difficult a year for Neil and I to do this podcast as there ever has been. Yeah, getting the podcast out. Not that we don't enjoy it, but it's been a real struggle because of family stuff. If we're being honest, yes, I mean, I, yep. you know, because when you got real, here's the thing, man. We love doing the podcast. We love talking to you guys about punk rock stuff. We love talking about our personal lives and all that. But at the end of the day. 
when the shit hits the fan, real life takes precedence over the podcast. And I, I really feel like next year we're going to hit the ground running. We're, we're, we're investing in some infrastructure on the podcast. So it's going to be a little more, not professional. We'll never get more professional, but we're going <laughs> to, maybe gonna a tiny to, bit. <laughs> well, we're going to have to invest a little bit in our infrastructure as we get a lot more episodes and we're going to, you know, we're going to probably have to do a website and some other things like that. That's all a lot of stuff coming in 2024 that will prove to you that we're here for the long, long haul. So we, we appreciate uh, you spending another year with us. I know, uh, you know, it's always fun when we put an episode up and two hours later, you're already bitching about it. Oh, you say you already listened to the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you already listened you already to the whole got, fucking thing. Got, it's like, uh, it's like Festivus airing of the grievances with the punk till I die guys. Yeah. So, uh, but no, we appreciate you, man. It's been a, it's been a wild, wild ride. It's been a fun, it's been a fun year, a weird year. Uh, it feels a little different than almost any year that came before it, but it, a good year in a lot of ways and a tough year in other ways. So yeah, for sure. I don't know. Hate to pontificate too much. Now we're going to play a song about, you know, Wisconsin's greatest serial killer, maybe other than, uh, Jeffrey Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. It's hard yeah. to beat Dahmer. Yeah. But all the Dahmer songs are like too medley. Yeah, well, and this is, I mean, Ed Gein's classic, right? I mean, it's like yeah. 50s. He's got all those things. He'd wear the, he'd cut off their faces or whatever and wear it's their not, faces and dance soon. about. It's not too soon. We can laugh about it. He yeah. inspired not only the Buffalo Bill character from, uh, the Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs, but he also inspired the Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. That's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now my some but good <laughs> luck having that much influence, kids. Yeah, my rockabilly friends back in the days, back in the early eighties, uh, Tony and Kish from uh, Hi-Fi and the Roadburners and stuff. They yeah. would take uh, they would take road trips up to uh, was it Plainville, Plainsville, Plain, something like that. Plainfield, 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 Wisconsin, and uh, they went to his gravesite and like danced about on his gravesite. Uh, wow, <laughs> so that's a, that's a rockabilly weekend right there. Mm. Yeah. Well, that sounds pretty amazing. So anyway, with, with no further ado, what's All right, the, so uh, what's this the is, song? So this is from Bits of Boris. This is that compilation, Boris Richter compilation album that came out this year. It was called Hey Ed. Hey Ed, what's in the barn? The conclusion that they have no respect for musicians with washboard summits. Well, you we are up there wrestling cattle. Hey, said Plainfield weren't so popular till just the other day. My next door neighbor, Mr. Means, of say he's kind of weird. But one beneath them fingernails, a maggot city is bare. He's got this barn, those tricky darn, I tell ya, it's a hoot. With hooks and chains and butcher knives and rubber gloves to boot. They'll walk you in and lock the door and hang you upside down. I scratch my hand and ask myself, hey, what's inside that barn? There's some heads and tails and fingernails and flash his bare skin. I'll cut gloves and genitals and I'll also get you. Said, hey, yeah, what's in the barn? I'm just trying to know. Hey, yeah, what's your hiding behind that bloody board? Well, one day not too long ago, I stuck myself creak. The smell just made me dizzy and I felt my knees get weak. I hang in line in front of me where I my bill and bread. And everyone else for miles around except for good old men. With their nuts, the parts went for his dinner while with others he made clothes. My engines with the buffaloes, he even used the nose. There's heads and tails and fingernails and lashes made of skin. Piles of guts and genitals, and I'm also engines. And hey, and what's in the barn? I'm just trying to know. Hey, and what's hiding behind that bloody door? Their guts, 
Animals trim their buzz It may be bond with their dust Some parts with his dinner While with others he may close Like inches with the buffaloes He even used to know Well, there's some handsome tails With fingernails and flat sheets made of skin Piles of guts and genitals And I'm also itching Said, hey, yeah, what's in the barn? I'm just trying to know Hey, yeah, what's hiding behind that bloody door? Hey, yeah, what's in the barn? I'm just trying to know Alright, that was the last one tonight. That was Boris the Sprinkler with Hey Ed off of their new um, Odds and Sods compilation, right? Just yes, B-sides yes. and singles and all kinds of shit like that. Is it a double album or is it a single? No, it's one album. It's got like 20 songs on it. Uh, what, what label? Uh, Beer City. Another oh, Beer great, City. Another okay. great label that does great things, yeah. man. That, that I, I really love a lot of the stuff they put out. I, we, yeah, we've, we've always talked about... Yeah, we've always yeah, talked about interviewing the guy. Over there. I've, I've, yeah emailed back for the mic and stuff but i just never knocked it down because like skateboarding and punk rock i mean it's it's yep. everything that's in our artillery issues and over i mean over 300 albums i mean tons of records put out tons and tons of records so yeah, yeah for sure lots lots of good reissues too yeah so yeah so anyway neil i'll talk to you in 2024 actually i'll probably talk to you before that but um yeah but to our but, listeners uh, to our yeah, listeners that's probably, have a that's probably be it so yeah have a happy 2024 everybody yeah. and uh, everybody stay safe we don't want any yeah. anybody else dropping dead take care of yourselves we can't afford to lose a single listener <laughs> unless we offend you away in that case you know go you screw can, off and you can fuck off yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 for sure but if you're uh yes we don't want you to die in a fiery accident unless you document it somehow yeah forget it we don't want you to they don't want that to happen no don't want that but to happen anyway yeah so yeah thanks for listening everybody thanks for listening keep a little mark in your heart stay free <laughs> Smell you later. Smell you later, people. Smell you in 2024. There you go. Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, ha, ha. Ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter. What a load of old shit. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom. Okay. Yeah, Shane McGowan's still dead, and so is Kirsty McCall. Uh.